Hello G&Divas, we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. Next Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, G&D Divas. It's Jordan here. Just wanted to drop you a little message to say that this episode of Help I Sex With My Boss was recorded out in Spain last week before the new government guidelines came in. Just wanted to let you know. Enjoy the episode. Oh, for God's sake. Uh, Jordan. Uh, Why are you topless? I'm just putting some after sun on. Ah, you bastard. Hang on, I want this set. I've fallen asleep in sun. If I come on camera, you, you promise not to laugh. <laughs> promise. I can't promise anything at this stage. Uh, are you ready for this? <laughs> I'm oh my god! So, I'm so. I've fallen no asleep. Jo- I'm so. I'm, sh- I'm showing you my tan lines. Hola, and welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges. Can you hear the fan in the background? No. No. A podcast... Fan. Oh, good one. The podcast where we help you... Uh, I'm not going to lie, I've had a few drinks today. The podcast... Well, it, can I just say, give you a hint? It's the same sentence that you've done for the last two and a half years. The podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern day life. Answering your top your first century questions and find... Ah, yeah, fucker. Oh, this is going to be a long record. Oh, God, I'm so burnt. Uh, uh, Mikey, the... put something aside for dinner for me. <laughs> no problem, pal. Start, start without me. Answering your 21st century questions and finding solutions to everyday dilemmas like how long should you give a mate the silent treatment and is it okay to microwave a cup of tea when it gets cold? I do that all the time. Is that okay, William? Do you put coffee no. in? I don't. Well, I can't do that because my teacups have a, a very thin rim of platinum. Mm, yeah, you don't want to ruin them. Um, you, don't, you don't want to ruin a platinum rim. No, you don't. Love a platinum rim. Would you say you was a platinum rim kind of guy? 
every cup I have. Platinum Rimmer, there we go, from William Hampton's mouth. And of course, what should you do if you've accidentally... Oh, from my tongue, technically. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but, of oh God, and of course, what should you do if you've accidentally sexed your boss? But we're not usually lagging the answer, are we, William Hampton, UK's leading etiquette expert? No, we're not, Jordan North, radio presenter. I'm more Chateau Nerf to Pap. You're more Chateau Nerf to Crap. <laughs> <laughs> Who sent that one in? I'll be honest, Ben and I have forgotten. Oh. So credit, <laughs> credit to whoever did. We didn't come up with it. So you're in Spain. See, see, see. Yeah, I'm in Spain. I've been here nearly a week. I'm going back tomorrow. Uh, I'm currently in my bedroom recording. I've got Nigel and my grandma next door. They're getting ready and we're going out for a Chinese after this. So, yeah. Gosh. It's been a fantastic week. I've really, really enjoyed it. Shall we toast the Spanish? Oh, yeah, sorry. I've already started, Anna. Yeah. yeah. Let's... For, put, for putting up with, uh, with Jordan. The and Spanish. Mm. I see. Mm. They're lovely people. They can't do enough for you around here. They really can't. What are your Spanish neighbours called? Derek, Simon, Lorraine? No, they're... Um, hang on. Oh, what are they called? You've probably got to go for miles until you find any Spanish. No, no, no. Pauline and Mick, they're from Leicester. Pauline? What? Hey, it's... <laughs> what? They're a lovely couple. Can I just, before we talk more about Spain, mm. aside from that hideous shirt that you are wearing, yeah, round your neck, and it's mm. not the usual thing that we're used to seeing round your neck, is a chain. And I can't help but notice that you might potentially have copied that off someone that you and I know. I did, right. I will go to my grave for this. I did not copy it off producer Ben. Mine's thinner. I copied it off Connell, off of normal people. Have you seen it? No. Right. So... But, but, I mean, I haven't seen it, but I've seen enough photos on, on social media. I would say... And I'm not just saying this because I prefer him to you. I think Ben's chain is a bit more authentic to Connell. This, mine's, no, mine's more Connell because it's thinner. I was at the Spanish market and there was this guy there. He was lovely. He's from Birmingham. And he sold me. He <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, mate. I went, yeah, have you got any thin chains? He went, I've got just a ticket. No, he went, he was, he was actually Spanish, this bloke. Um, and he, he, I went to the Spanish market, I got a Connell chain. I, got, I think uh, in Spain it's just called the market. Well, I went to the Spanish market. I got a Connell chain. I got um, some Ray Berries. Is this like a game? Is no. This like games? I went to the Spanish market and I got a Connell oh. chain. I went to the Spanish market. I got uh, a Connell chain, some Ray Berry sunglasses and a slush puppy for €12. Euros. Uh, and I'm there trying to... I remember I had to Google mix slush puppy. How, how, do, you te- how do you say mix flavours in Spanish? Mick, Mick, why does Mick want? Why did your neighbour want? Mix flavours, because when I like a slush puppy, I like a bit of everything in it. Oh, mix. Yeah. So I was nice. trying to. I don't think they do it here in Spain. The language barrier. I was going mix, and then I just went very British and went spoke loud. I went mix, mix, different flavours. El blendo. El blendo. El blendo. <laughs> el, el blend them all in. Just put a bit of each flavour. El. Uh, don't matter. So, um, I can't wait to go home and have a lie-in. You can't wait to have a lie-in? Yeah, I've been up at half six every morning. But you're on holiday. I know, I've been up at half six every morning. My dad's been taking me mountain biking, and my Uncle Brian. Been up mountains. My uncle took me up the El Paso. (laughs) (laughs) You want to go and see the police about that? (laughs) 
I seen two snakes as well. I shit myself. <laughs> I absolutely, honestly, I seen it on the. F- I seen <laughs> your dad. Right, come on, this is getting a bit weird now. I mean, I seen a proper real life snake, and you know I hate snakes. And um, there's a snake in Middle Road, and my the uncle pointed it out, and my dad did I seen it, and as I swerved round it, it moved, and I just went, Ugh! oh, I hate him, hate him, hate him. Um, what sort of snake? I don't know, a bloody big thing. It weren't that big, but it's in two, and then I seen a dead one, a real life dead one. Well, it wasn't real life. It was, <laughs> it was dead by that point. Yeah, but it's a real life dead snake. So, um, what else have I got to tell you? Um, oh, my grandma walked in my room up first night thinking it went bathroom. Oh. And then she knocked five minutes later and went, are you going to be much longer? <laughs> Thank God she didn't confuse you for Nigel. <laughs> oh God, don't. Why are you getting weird? So yeah, anyway, how's your week been? Why am I getting weird? Your family just stripped off and went into a pool. No, they didn't strip off. They got my mum and my auntie Kath and a few others got to the bra and knickers. Oh, wait there, look what I bought as well. Forgot, hang on. Got this from the Spanish market. Make sure you're recording this, Ben. It's just, it's just the market. So he's gone on off the wall. Feeling hot, hot, hot. Feeling hot, hot, hot. So you bought a sombrero. I think that's Mexico. I don't think that's Spain. Is it? Off the top of my... I mean, I know that there are overlaps, but I, I have a feeling sombreros are nothing to do with the Spanish. Ben, can you just look that up for me? No, I think they do. Can you take that off? Why? I mean, it just looks like I'm talking to a big molehill. All right, I'm gone. OK, how's your week been? Yeah, yeah, it's been fine, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing, nothing particularly exciting. I've managed to sort of venture out. Although I get terribly irritated with people who don't follow the guidelines and don't wear their face marks on public transport. Yeah, that's annoying me. We, we've but they're really strict out here with it. And um, a few people have messaged me on Insta saying face mask or don't like you, you, you're not allowed. You can take them off in bars, but we've been really strict with it. We have actually. Yeah. I've pretty much. We've just been in the villa most of the time. Mm. So. And you're fine with masks because having something sort of tightly pressed up against your face, you're. You're fine with. Mm, I don't actually. It's very suffocating. I don't. I don't like. But I thought you're into that. Nope, I am not. Oh, before we go to the listeners' questions, actually, I want to ask you. Um, uh, I believe HMGN News has has gone down pretty well this week, hasn't it? With the, I told you last week. I said if you're listening, you need to watch this video. It's gone down a storm, hasn't it? It has. Hanson Media Group Network News, not news, as, as you say. Um, Yes, I'm mortally embarrassed that it's finally gone out into the into the public sphere, mm-hmm. um, and a few people, even some close friends, uh, not not quite understanding why I did that as a child. But you know, I kept out of trouble. I didn't mm. do any silly knock door run games. Oh yeah, that were another thing as well. People talk about last week's episode. Where did HGM? So what does it stand for again? Hanson Media Group Network News. And tell us about it. It was something you did every month, news about your family. Yes, it was monthly news. It was kitchen sink drama news. And uh, because I ran a company just before HMGN called Hanson Incorporated. Mm-hmm. And my brother was uh, on the board of directors, as was my father. He was the chairman of Hanson Incorporated. And we would have <laughs> monthly board meetings in the conservatory. Oh, God. 
and I was above the chairman. I created a unique position called the Supreme Commander, and I would host these meetings in my grandfather's uh, teaching gowns, because my grandfather was a teacher, so his university teaching gowns, uh, and I would come in in my robes, and once I had arrived, and I was 13 at the time, I would my father would be able to conduct the meetings and we would we would organize sports days uh for the family we would organize uh, all sorts of fun and games a, a christmas show we would do uh we did films eventually when i became too big for the theater and the theater is one then what became the new studio you actually spent a lot of time with your mum and dad growing up didn't you uh yeah in board meetings yes mm. i've never seen my parents <laughs> oh actually hold on Mum? Mum? Have you got any antihistamine? Please. she coming round? Just reminded me. My sunburn's stinging again. Hi, William. Oh, hello. Can you hear me? I can, yes. How are you? You can. I'm very well. It's all the better to see you. Have you met Ben? Yeah, I've met Ben before. Uh, live show. Producer, Producer Ben. Yeah. I have indeed. Mm. Hello there, Ben. I'm just off to pop in the shower. We're going out for Jordan's last meal. Yeah. Yes, and what traditional Spanish food are you having, Wendy? We're having a Chinese. <laughs> nice. What's, what, what's your order? Um, uh, sweet and sour pork balls. Ooh. <laughs> oh, we love them. Girl after my own heart. Exactly. Mm. I'll save you some. Well. Lovely to Thank see you. Thank you, yes. Both. Jordan can bring them back. Okay, Bye-bye. See you later. Um, oh. You just reminded me to talk about mum. Oh, she had, I've loved it this week. She can't, she can't do enough for me. The amount of eight... She'll be pleased when you've left, though. Yeah, no, no, she said last night she didn't want me to go. Um, no, the, um, always say that, but... Mm, the amount I, I have... The amount I have eaten... What did I say to you last week in the podcast about feeding you? Oh, yes, that mums are feeders. Yeah, because your mum's the same. Oh, I've had so much bed and alioli... Or, or is it alioli or alioli? Um, I don't know. However you're saying it, it's probably wrong. Do you know what I mean, Ben? The garlic thing? I was at school with her. Alioli. Aioli. Is that how you pronounce it? Aioli. Aioli. <laughs> it's like you're saying hello to your relatives. It's not alioli, but yeah. I've missed her. I've missed them. It's been nice. It's weird. You can still be 20-ish. And you, you revert... I'm 30, and you revert back to type, don't you? Mum! 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 Like your eight-year-old. I used to get, at the start of my career, what we can call my career, and what my career has become, when people like, you know, BBC Radio Somerset would phone up to do an interview with me on queuing or something seminal. Uh, Obviously, they would phone, because I started doing etiquette when I was 17, and they would phone the landline at home, and my father would answer, and, you know, oh, you want to speak to William? Yes, one moment. And then he'd go go to the bottom of the staircase and go, William! BBC Somerset! <laughs> and I don't do that on the phone. Why? Because I don't want BBC Somerset knowing you're calling up the staircase like we live in some sort of two up, two down in some godforsaken place like Burnley. That's all we do in this... We're not allowed to say house. That's all we do in this villa. Just shout at each other. I said to my father, we've got a servant's bellboard. Use it. Should well, we go to... Oh, by the way, I've sent you a present. Oh. Not to, not to Spain. I didn't pay the postage on that. Mm. But it should be there for when you get back. We're very close, and, you know, I, I know everything that's going on in your life. So I, I've sent you 
I've sent you something that I think will help. Oh, nice. Pleasure. It's, it's something I send to all friends in a similar position. Tell me more. No, you'll, you'll, find out, you'll find out tomorrow, maybe Saturday when it arrives. I'm not kinky, so if it's anything like that, it's going straight back. Uh, I think you'd have to have a pretty twisted mind to use this in a kinky way. Ah, you fuck bastard! Oh, oh I'm so clammy. This sunburn. I reckon you could fry an egg on my belly right now. Okay, let's go to the listeners' questions, please, William Hansen. Oh, excuse me. <coughs> Don't skip over the best bit of the whole thing. Oh, for God's sake. Right, go on. It's time for William's wacky word of the week. Do it. It's time for William's wacky word of the week. Okay. It's a noun, mm-hmm. and it's effleurage. Ooh, effleurage. Effleurage. And I'll tell you the definition after the break. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I think effleurage. What is it again? Effleurage. Effleurage means a large number of people. A large number of people. No, it's the use of gentle, circular hand movements in a massage. <laughs> so if I put my hands on your body, which I wouldn't do at the moment in its condition, no one's touching it. I gently did that. Uh, now, we get lots of people asking where you can buy the D from. So we're going to have a big D push. Uh, we've made it very easy for people. Uh, if you just go to sexedmyboss.com slash buy the D uh, or click on buy the D on sexedmyboss.com, you'll be able to get it from there. So if you struggle to find the D wherever you are, it can come to the far corners of your premises and uh, just click on that link on our website. 
Thank you. William Hanson, first question, please. Well, it's from Anonymous, so we can't we can't uh, say who this is from. Dear William Jordan and Producer Ben. Producer Ben is now hyphenated in this in this email, which is interesting. There's no hyphen in Producer Ben. He is real. <laughs> no, 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 hyphen, darling, hyphens aren't, aren't inverted. You just did the inverted commas thing. Oh, hyphen is, 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 the, is the, like the minus sign. Oh, oh! Like Producer hyphen Ben. Do you know when I knew we were going to have a problem with him? Was when he changed his Insta handle to at Producer Ben. Hmm. For Angon, who's the talent here? <laughs> Dear William Jordan and producer hyphen Ben, I have always wanted to undergo rhinoplasty. I firmly decided on it three years ago, and now I'm in my early 20s. I decided this is the time to get it done. Mm-hmm. During my research, my dad told me to ask my aunt for any recommendations and tips and her experience. My aunt has obviously had quite a lot of facial work done. Did you say tips Probably. then? Did you say tips? Sorry? Tips. We a P. Tips. Oh, yes. good. Right, OK, I'm with you. <laughs> Probably including her nose, yet she will reject any claims that she's had any cosmetic correction. In addition to this, I do not have the closest relationship with her, as we didn't see each other for a few years due to a family conflict. But I've seen her a couple of times in recent years. I wouldn't normally ask her, but my dad mentioned that she might be willing to contribute financially towards the procedure. So, what is the etiquette of politely asking an aunt who denies having had cosmetic surgery and who I am not particularly close to about rhinoplasty? Many thanks, Anonymous. First of all, what on God's green earth is rhinoplasty? What Uh, the f... Cosmetic surgery involving a rhino. Is it? Do you get a rhino's arse taped to your face? You've had that done. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That'll explain it. <laughs> what on? What the? F- I'm trying not to swear it. What the f- bloody hell is rhinoplasty? Uh, it's a nose job. Oh, what? If you actually, before we answer the question from anonymous, if you had to have, if money was no object and pain was no object, is there anything? Would you have work done on your ears? My ears? What's what's wrong with my ears? I've got little ears. Yeah. Would you not have anything done to them? No. If I if I had anything done, it would probably be. <laughs> All right. I've had a good holiday. I probably have a my belly, a tummy tuck. You don't, you haven't got a stomach. Oh bloody have! have Where would you this. tuck it? I don't know. <laughs> Said the actor to the drag queen. <laughs> <laughs> what would you have done? Um, I would probably... I'd have a hair transplant. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, first of all, right, um, somebody very close to me has had cosmetic surgery. Your dad? My mum. She has Botox every six months. That's not cosmetic surgery. Can I ask you this? You've had Botox. I had last week. Oh, Oh, my God, you've had Botox, haven't you? Once or twice. You have a... Can I ask you something here? Yes. I forget you... How often do you have Botox? Twice a year. Yeah, my mum gets it done every six months. Second thing is... I know I talk about her a lot, darling. But your mum... No, she's never had anything done. Really? I absolutely promise you. She's such a glamorous, pretty lady. You promise? Hand on heart, that I know of, she's never... No, she's never had anything. But would she tell you if she did? Oh yeah, she's she for for as long as I've known her, 
about 30 years now. For as long as I've known her, she's always talked about whether she should get Botox. No, she doesn't need it. She's and she doesn't know I, I've had Botox. <laughs> Have you not told your mum you've had Botox? No. I know, look at that forehead. Could land a jumbo jet on that. <laughs> That's before the Botox. You don't need... I, right, first of all, uh, to anonymous question, I, I really don't think you need Botox under the age of 30. I don't think you well, need no, They're not asking for Botox, it's asking for a nose job. Without seeing your nose, anonymous, I don't really know quite how to comment. But I think... The trouble is, if you have an aunt who is denying that she has cosmetic surgery, you can't really ask her directly about it, but you could say, oh, I'm thinking of having a nose job um because da di da di da and see if she volunteers any information but if she doesn't then you've got to leave it and move on yeah i agree i agree and another thing is like i, I also think as well you should never ask someone if they've had surgery i think it's a really personal question not quite rude yeah i i would i would agree ben because if you could pick anything would you pick anything no i thought that everyone wants something done or, or isn't happy with would ben, oh. have a, would ben have a rhinoplasty Ben, you've got a no. He's saying his nose. You've got a gorgeous nose. Can we but just slightly curved? Ben's can, got a curved one. I'm going to put this on for the record. He's definitely the best-looking person on this podcast. Would you agree? After me. Would you agree? You see, and that's where he becomes unattractive is his his lack of modesty. And this is what he does, right? When we we go on tour, he literally walks round the audience with a top on saying I'm producer Ben and then loads he, of people come up to him go, he has a change of clothes I know, he comes he, on at the end oh, of act one in one outfit I, I forgot he comes on in act two in a different outfit <laughs> I forgot right Ben Ben actually has a costume for when, when we go on tour by the way we're going on tour in 2021 you can get your tickets sexofmyboss.com when we come on door me and William are like stressing what to wear Ben comes in changing room Starts getting nervous before the show as well, and I was, I puts a shirt on. It's like, why are you putting a shirt on? He spends longer in makeup than I do. Our right. next question comes from Hamish. Dear William and Jordan, help! My brother's, no apostrophe, boyfriend gave me my first post lockdown haircut. Oh, here's a. <laughs> why did you pause then? In that split second, also. <laughs> Oh, so was he, by the sounds of it. <laughs> he is a qualified barber. I'm sure my brother can attest to how good he is with his hands. But it's a dreadful haircut. <laughs> he seems to have been very lazy and completely ignored what I asked for on top. Uh, sorry, and completely ignored what I asked for. On top of all that, I gave him £20. And rather than... He charged you! And rather than just give me £5 change, he said, I'll take it off your next one. I always thought, as it's basically family, it's just something one does to help out. I want to go back to using a proper barber shop, but don't know how to tell him. What should I do? Kind regards, Hamish. Well, this is a great question. First of all, Hamish, I was, I was brought up by Wendy that we heard before. You never charge family. I think we've talked about that before. Yes. Haven't we? And you've disagreed. Well, it depends what you're doing. I mean, if, you, if you're selling a car, then fair enough. But yeah, my my mum hates it if me and my brothers, like, charge each other for stuff, like a shirt or something. So that's... I used to... I mean, we'll talk about this another time. I used My bedroom was also a library as a child. And if people d- took a book out and didn't bring it back on time, I did find them. So I would charge them in that regard. Yeah, but this is why... Wealthy people are wealthy because 
they are tight with the money. It's a, it's a well-known fact. It's like getting blood from a stone. We had a really rich mate at school, richest lad at school. Don't know why he were mates with me. Right? And I went round his mum and dad's for a chippy tea and they charged me. They took £2.50 off me. Honest to God. Okay, well, that I mean, that is... Honest to God. I mean, had you broken something? No, we got a chippy. Did you sat on he, a chair and it broke or something? And his dad said to me, have you got 250 for yours, George? I was like... And I did. I had a bit of my mum give me a fiver. Is that how much fish and chips would cost in your neck of the woods? £2.50? Back then, yeah. Maybe. Back then, yeah. I would say so. I'm not that old. £2.50? Good God. I was gutted as well, because my mum gave me a fiver, and with that, I was going to get ten Lambert and a bottle of Glen's vodka. And age six, that was that was really going some. <laughs> But, uh, um, where, no, in answer yeah, to Hamish's dilemma, um, I would say you'd probably need to go and get something a bit more specialist done at the hairdressers. So you could sort of say, oh, well, I didn't go to you because I was having a perm or I needed a, a bit of colour, something that your brother's boyfriend can't actually do at home. And so that's a nice, reasonable excuse. You don't actually have to have had a perm. You could just say you had a perm and it didn't work. But whatever. Yeah, I, I'd agree with you there. And it's always awkward getting your hair cut by. To, to be honest, it's a reason why I've never gone down there. From from what I gather, one of my best friend's fiance is a really good hairdresser, but she keeps saying she wants to cut my hair all the time. And I'm like, no, I'm very fussy with my hair. Um, so I'd avoid that and come up with a good excuse, like William says. And has anyone, right, this is why I've got a good hairdresser. Big shout out to Panny, great lad who cuts my hair. He actually listens to me. Nothing worse. If you're a barber or hairdresser, listen to your client. Okay? Um, Yeah. um, Can tell I've had a vodka. Has anyone ever, ever got an haircut? I've asked hairdressers this and they've said it now. They've ever got their haircut. You hate it. But when they put that mirror up back of your head, you just go, yeah, it looks cracking that. Cheers, pal. Has anyone actually, any barbers listening or hairdressers, get in touch. Has anyone actually said to you, because... I, I know a barber who's my mate's a barber and he's like he's been out on piss on a Friday yeah got in at four in the morning got into work at nine cut air and he said it's some of the worst air jo- jobs I've done and they've all gone yeah smashing that has anyone actually ever turned around and went no I don't like it get in touch next question this next question is from Jess it's coming to us at help at sexedmyboss.com yeah. my belly's actually sweating now look I've got pseudocreme on it and it looks like Are we able to go longer than two minutes where it doesn't have to be about you? Dear William and Jordan, I'm having difficulty explaining to my rather nosy friends and family what my relationship status is. I have been seeing this gentleman for just under a year. At first it was a bit of fun, but things have since become more serious. I have discussed this with him at great length and we have decided that a natural progression into a relationship is best for both of us due to complicated relationship histories. His, more than mine. At present, we have decided we don't need to label what we have. However, my friends and family don't understand this and think he's taking advantage. I know this isn't the case, as I've explained my fears about this to him, and he's made it very clear that this is not the case. I'm the happiest I've ever been with someone, but the opinions of my friends and family do bring out my insecurities, and it does lower my mood. I'm a 24-year-old adult capable of making adult decisions. I guess what I'm asking is... Is a label a requirement? Or should I just tell them it's none of their business? It's the wrong use of their FYI, Jess. I'm happy, so why should it matter to anyone else? Thank you for the advice in advance. I love the show and can't wait to see you live. It is always a bit awkward when your mum and dad want to know about your relationship status. I think 
I think basically, what was she called? Jess. Mm. Basically, Jess. I think everything you've written in that letter that you've told us, you just need to tell to your mum and dad. Because you've put it perfectly. And I think you need to say, look, I'm happy. Don't want to put labels on it. We, we, We started off as a bit of fun. Probably, how would you word it better to your mum and dad? We were just shagging to start out with. And then... We just went on a few coffee dates. <laughs> and then, yeah. Yeah. Did yeah, your mum and dad ever used to ask you about your relationship status? No. When you were single? No. No, mine don't. They appreciate I'm a private person. Mm. And um, I think, Jess, look, as long as you are happy and he is happy, that's fine. But I would say that the danger is that, you know, after about five years, you still haven't put a label on it. And... I, look, I can only speak for, for what I would want to do, but I would want to, to have a label on that after five years. A year maybe is okay, but I think when we start to approach 18 months to two years, if there has not been any further conversation about it uh, or discussion or we haven't edged closer towards it, uh, that's up to you to review that. But um, the easy option is to say nothing. But as long as you do what is right for you and what's right for you both, you should be okay. But yes, just explain it. Be adult. Treat your parents like adults. They shall treat you like an adult. Dear William and Jordan, I'm writing to you from a very busy train. I'm currently on my way to Preston from Birmingham. That's quite the journey. And I'm starting to become peckish. As I look into my lunchbox, I wonder how on earth can I eat this banana without removing my mask? Do I pull it down or fold it up? which would mean covering my eyes and eating a banana blindfolded. A bit like one of your novelty acts in Spain. Something I only would expect Jordan to do whilst tied up with his dressing gown belt. How did you know about Banana Bill? Honestly, the places he can put a banana and pull it out from, it's amazing. And for two euros, that's all he charges. Get some fish and chips in Burnley for that. So my question is, what is the etiquette of eating on public transport while wearing a mask? Hope you are well. Lots of love. Beth in Staffordshire. Oh, that's a great question, Beth. Uh, I don't think... Well, I I believe, I can only speak for the TfL regulations, living in London, but I believe you are allowed to slightly remove your mask in order to eat or drink. But I think by definition by eat, we don't mean a full course meal. Uh, It just means like the odd odd mint uh, or a piece of chocolate or a crisp perhaps is fine. Uh, A banana, maybe you could do it chunk by chunk uh, rather than putting it in whole. Uh, but maybe you could eat a banana in private. <laughs> no, I, I got the train back home recently and I got a little little snicky snacky snoo and I pulled my uh, mask down and had it that way but then put it back up. And can I just say, right, please, please don't be one of those people that wears the mask on the chin. Why? Why wear a mask on your chin? Why go into a shop with a mask? Wear your... Mask properly is what I'm trying to say because it is annoying. See people with masks around the chin. What's the point in that? But yeah, you imagine all... what George Jordan says in the bedroom. I want you to put it over my nose. I want you to put it over my mouth. I want to not be able to breathe. <laughs> God, the world we live in. Did you think this time last year we'd be talking about how to eat a banana on a train? No. So think what we'll be talking about this time next year. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, Jane Davis, if you want any fruit-related questions solved, uh, then you can always tweet us or follow us on Instagram. We're at Sex with My Boss. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at sexwithmyboss.com. Or you can write to me. I haven't literally had any handwritten letters this uh, year so far, uh, but the address is on our website, sexwithmyboss.com. I feel like I've got prickly eight now. I think I'm getting prickly eight. Certainly got the first syllable. I'm not even joking, I've got... (laughs) Right, you go and slather yourself in Vera, and uh, I'll speak to you next week. Okay. Thank you, William. Thank you, Bear. (laughs) (laughs) That's doing it for Ben. Adios. Uh, Adios, amigo. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hello, G and Divas. We're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. On Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema.